0: Welcome back to another episode of the Philosophical Podcast. I am your host Justin Kristen. Today's episode, we're going to talk about why it's so hard to change, why it's so hard to start something new, and why, why in particular, getting to the gym for the first time is so hard. And I'm I'm gonna relate to a little bit of experience, and hopefully connect with some people out there that might be going through the same thing, and maybe talk about some mindset hacks or changes that we can go through to help alleviate any stress or any any pain that might be there when it comes to wanting to better yourself, whether it's through normal everyday life or through fitness and nutrition. So from my experience, walking into a gym for the first time is more than, it, it signifies more than just going into a building Um, When you you go into a gym for the first time, especially if you've never been, or if it's been three plus years, or heck, maybe even a a year plus since you've been there, there's all of these emotions and these intimate thoughts that you are walking into somewhere to better yourself, which in turn can make you feel like, or at least me, makes me feel like sometimes that I'm not where I want to be, and if I am not where I want to be, it can be embarrassing or scary to put myself in a vulnerable situation to perhaps fail, and I remember walking into the gym for the first time after my hiatus. I worked out basically daily in high school through weight training classes and through sports and then I just took time off. The only activity that I did was like slow pitch softball and maybe some recreational basketball during the week. But walking into the gym for the first time as somebody who alri- who already identified as an athletic person, and at the time I wasn't so athletic, but in my in my thoughts and my in my mind I knew that I was an athletic person. And walking into the gym for the first time even though I had had previous experience, it was scary it was scary hopping on the machines for the first time, or I guess for the first time again. And I don't necessarily remember the specific thoughts that went through my head, but looking back and and having my experience with different clients and just life experiences, it's almost like I felt the eyes were on me. I felt that If I screwed up on an exercise machine, that people would look at me funny and they would laugh at me. And that was, that was scary. That was enough for me to have a little trepidation to where, you know, maybe going in for the first two weeks, going in for the first month was always difficult. And not only that, but I remember when I started back on the machines, I would, for starters, I would do what I was comfortable with at first. So I'd go the treadmill because at this point I had already lost you know, the 50 pounds. I had gone from the 270 to the 220. So I was comfortable with, with running, with jogging, with walking. And so I would start there. And then I would make my way over to like the chest press machine or the curl machine. Things that I was familiar with from past experiences. And I remember looking at some of the free weights. And even though I had, like I said, experience... I was scared to go try because I'd seen other people that were doing it and people that were in my mind, quote unquote, better than me and better in the sense of they had their crap together. They knew what they were doing. And I wish I would have known then what I know now. And that is there are a lot of people that go into the gym that are in the same boat as I was at that point. And that's people that are scared, people that are wondering if other people are looking at them, people that don't necessarily know what they need to do in order to get where they want to be. And we can drown ourselves in the information on the internet about what's the best exercise or what's the the best program that we can do in order to achieve the six-pack abs that we want. And so you go in there and you say, well, gosh, all of this information... I should start here. Well, if I start here, then that means that I can't do this. And it's like all of these possibilities that, that arise when you're in this situation, this uncomfortable situation, that it's easier sometimes to just say, you know what, this is too much, this is too much stress on me. I'm just going to walk out. And another thing that I wish I would have told myself at that, at that time was just pick one, two, three things, basic things that you know how to do, do them really well, Get comfortable with that, build a little, a little confidence in, in in that realm, and then branch out. Because when everything is a possibility, it it can be super overwhelming. And I know that from experiences with with clients, and I know from my previous own experiences that I wanted to be fit today. I wanted to have that six pack today. And now I know that the cliche statement, it's not it's not the destination, it's the, it's the journey. Because along the way, each and every step that I took, each and every month, each and every week that I went in, I was feeling accomplished. I was proud of my progress. I was proud of my progress. And looking back on progress pictures that I took, I remember when I first lost that 50 pounds, And when I got down to 220 and that was quote unquote skinny fat, and there's nothing wrong it, it, I was way happier than, than I was at 270. And when I look back at those pictures, I say, Hmm, Justin, do you recall how you felt in that moment? And the answer is yes. And how I felt in that moment was I was proud of myself. I was proud of what I have done. Would I be proud if that's where I was at today? Not necessarily, but it's been this whole process of me working through me, me pushing myself in different ways, me going outside my comfort zone, whether it's a, just a tiptoe outside my comfort zone, or if it's a giant step. And believe me, everybody has something that they're uncomfortable about. Everybody has insecurities. Some are better at hiding it than others. And that's something that a mindset hack that, that I use almost daily. And it's not a negative, but it's a, it's a reminder that just because I'm feeling some sort of way about a situation, the other person or other people are also feeling that way. Maybe not about that particular situation, but they also have those insecurities or those background thoughts that are going through their mind. So if I watch a YouTube video of a a seasoned professional and I compare myself and I say, dang, I wish I could speak like them. Like right now, thinking about this podcast, I say, in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking, talk clearly, talk confidently, which I guess is paired in with loudly or clearly as well, and present yourself and your ideas in the way that you want to. And so as I'm doing this, I'm also judging myself. I am also criticizing, not criticizing, but I'm also keeping a scorecard of myself. And I'm understanding, is this good enough? And all I can do right now with this particular podcast is do the best that I can with what I have. And all you can do, all we can do when we're in the gym is do the best that we can with what we have in that moment. And over the course of the five years, over the course of the three months, over the course of the three weeks even, things tend to get easier. Things tend to get less uncomfortable. Momentum is built. Confidence is gained. And so when I look back at that time stepping into the gym, I remember those feelings. I remember those feelings of I can't do what that person can do. Or I don't know how, or I'm confused. But the one way to assure failure is to not try. It's hard to fail in the moment. Sometimes it's embarrassing. But it's even harder to regret in the future of not trying at all. And so I'm dang proud of myself for trying and I'm dang proud of myself for, for failing in those moments. But progressing over the course of time. Because that has built that self-confidence in me. That I can show myself not only in the in the fitness realm, but in everyday life, as a parent, as a as a fitness coach, or as my career, as a friend, as a partner, as a as a whole person. That I'm allowed to fail. I'm allowed to have my shortcomings, but I'm not allowed or i don't allow myself to not try and my try in some instances are very 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 small steps very slow and sometimes they're 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 quick big leaps just depends on the situation using this podcast using my youtube videos using my coaching piece by piece I've been very slow building. But I do it because it still gives me progress. And, and as the time has gone on, I've taken bigger leaps. I've taken bigger steps. I've challenged myself more. I've started to understand the type of load that I can bear. A good analogy with how much you should challenge yourself in a certain situation is, if you're, I'm gonna give a fitness example, if your goal is to lose weight, and let's say your your goal is to lose weight in the next month, let's say five pounds, and you say, okay, this is what I need to do, I need to go run five miles, and you haven't ran for 10 years. Let's say you go out and you run that five miles, But when you're done, your muscles are so sore, you're exhausted, to where it takes you out of commission for the next week. So you did that big, confident leap, but it has allowed you or it has hindered you from continuing on for the next day or the day after that. So how much can we bear? How much much load can we handle? That benefits us today, and tomorrow, and the next week, the next month. How do we not wear ourselves out in the single moment, this single five-mile run? What if instead of one five-mile run, you did one-mile run? Then the next day you did 1.1-mile run. And all of a sudden, by the end of the week, you've ran eight to ten miles, rather than just one five-mile run. Building on that progress. What is that? What is that step that you can take to push yourself? To understand yourself of, of what you can handle? It's fun. like It's figuring out life. It's understanding what what I can do and what I can't do. And if there's something that you can't do that you want to do, push yourself to be better. Similar to a yo-yo diet. You can push yourself really hard for one month, but if that one month burns you out, and then the next six months you just go on binge eating because you remember how much you hated dieting, what happens if you just counted your calories today? and you taught yourself, hey, this is the method of doing it. Sure, I understand that counting calories is not fun, it's not easy, it takes some time, but do it for two weeks, it becomes easier. You start to realize the types of foods that you do consume on a day-to-day basis. And especially if you use MyFitnessPal, they save the recent foods. So why not start somewhere a little bit smaller? Rather than go straight keto, rather than to take all the foods away that you love, why not start smaller? And when you track that food and you have a cinnamon roll for breakfast one morning and it's 600 calories, you're dang right you better track that. Because it's being honest with yourself. It's setting yourself up for success in the long run. That could be a success to eat that cinnamon roll or it could be a failure. One, One cinnamon roll never made anybody gain 100 pounds and one salad never made anybody lose 100 pounds. It's what you do consistently over time. So how can we challenge ourselves to be who we want to be, but also have enough understanding that the time frame that we're giving ourselves has to be more realistic. So rather than wanting to lose 20 or 50 pounds in one month, how about 20 to 50 pounds in one year? If you look back three months ago, let's say April, middle middle of April, what if you'd be fifteen pounds less than then? Just by losing one pound per week? Would you be okay with that? I'm pretty positive you would be. Start small and do it piece by piece. Build momentum. Everybody's scared, everybody has insecurities. Everybody fails. Sometimes it's fun to fail. Cuz it's a challenge that we can pose to ourselves for the next time. Oh, I didn't get that weight. I didn't I wasn't able to bench press that much. So maybe next time. I was almost there. Maybe next time. Then the next time you hit that weight, the next time you hit your goal, it's even more sweet. Cuz you can remember I can remember back when I was 220 of the skinny fat. I was still happy, but since then, being able to push myself, I'm even more happy now. I love, I love talking to you guys. I love doing this podcast. I love expressing my thoughts. And I hope that they resonate with at least one person. And I I hope that people understand that when they look at me through an aesthetic lens or like a fitness lens, that's not who I am as a person. I'm not just the person that works out. I'm not just the person who goes to the gym. I'm not a meathead. I'm more than that. But it's easy for people. It's easy for me to see what others may have, the nice clothes they may have, or the, the big house, or... The, the, fancy, the fancy cars. But that's not them as a whole person. Just like me, working out is not me as a whole person. But we can constantly push ourselves to be better. And there are certain areas of life that I want to push harder in. Which then might mean that something else has to take a back seat. And that's okay. Because I'm trying to sculpt myself, I'm trying to Push myself to be this well rounded person, to be this person that I can be proud of. And I'm already proud of myself, but to be this person that is wealthy, wealthy in the sense of a loving dad, a great friend, somebody that I can be proud of outside of just monetary value and looks, but as a whole, my career, my love, my relationships as a parent. Everywhere. As a son, as a brother. Everywhere. And with that, that's where we're going to wrap this up. As always, if you have any questions, send me an email, justin at philosophical.com. And if you would like, you can check out the website, www.philosophical.com And if you have any questions, don't hesitate. Reach out to me. And if you're looking for any sort of coaching, same thing. Send me an email. Until next time, we'll talk to you later.